Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of All Queued Up, your review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney Plus, etc., etc., etc. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Maya Don Fisher. How's your week been? Uh, pretty, pretty damn good for the most part. Um, you know, uh, really excited about this weekend, uh, which Saturday and Sunday I'll be attending RobCon and DMing a D&D adventure at RobCon, which, you know, it's the first time I've done anything in that kind of capacity. Uh, other than that, you know, playing a lot of D&D and doing a lot of painting this week, you know, had therapy, therapy was good. Uh, you know, can't, can't really, uh, complain about anything. Madison went back to school last week in person and she's been doing well and enjoying being back amongst her friends for the first time in two and a half years. And yeah, just things are. It's like things are like on cruise control, I guess. It's 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 going well. Good. Good. How about you? How was your week? Well, if you remember if anyone was listening last week, you know that I wasn't in a great place. Like the uh the first um day of work was for this new job. It was really rough. And I wasn't sure what the future was gonna hold. Um but Given the fact that I can't fit behind the wheel of any of the trucks, what uh, the guy who runs the place has done is he has changed me to part-time. He hasn't gotten rid of me or anything like that. He's just, I now work three days a week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which means that, you know, I have a lot more time. This was a relief. Um, It might not make sense to a lot of people and, I don't know how else to explain it, but I'm not used to a full-time, eight, a 40-hour-a-week job. I'm just not used to it. I haven't, you know, I haven't done that in a long fucking time. And because of that, trying to adjust to it was was incredibly tough. I was having a lot of anxiety and, I don't know, it just it just sucked. It just sucked a lot. And uh, um, now knowing that I that I, all I have to do is work three days a week at eight hours a day, it's fine. And I've done the math on the money, and like we're gonna be fine here. There's there was no reason for me to have had that full time job. I know for a lot of people listening, you probably have a full time job. You probably have a nine to five, or you have a you know a five day a week job, but for me, that's tough. For me, that's really hard to do um, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, namely being that I, you know, just I'm not used to it. I went from picking my own hours and working whenever I wanted because of DoorDash to no hours at all for like five weeks to straight fucking 40 hours. Yeah. Shit, shit is tough. So the relief of not having to do that anymore, the relief of just going from, you know, three days a week. It's all I have to do. That's it. And I think that's the other thing about the job that really pissed me off was that it's a lot harder than was previously offered to me. You know, I think that's the thing that really upset me was that, especially on Thursday when we recorded last time was that my, going outside and checking on the trucks and trying to like do things in the heat and uh, exhausted at the end of the day, just dead. Like I was told I'm sitting behind a computer. I was told that I have to do that system. Is that something you can do? Absolutely. That's not a problem. Cool. We're going to have you do that. Neat. See you Thursday. First hour. Can you, uh, can you move those trucks? Can you go park them? When the fuck was that ever in the in the job uh fucking situation like description? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, but the point I'm getting at is that I have a job. And I'm gonna keep doing it, you know, for the time being. But the the fact that it gives me Monday through Thursday off allows me to get more stuff done. 
Uh, for anyone watching this live, I'm shutting off my camera for just a second. Uh, but you can still hear me. Um, so, yeah, that being said, we are reviewing She-Hulk episode three today. Um, because I was able to get Thursday off. So, I am worried about this weekend, though. Because uh, every single day is going to be triple digits. So going outside in the sun to check cars is going to be awful. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be fucking drenched when I get home. I'm going to be going to my shower, turning it on to fucking cold and just stepping in it. <sighs> Not looking forward to this weekend. I'm sorry that I'm excited about my weekend, but you're not excited about your weekend. You're dreading it. Yeah, you know it's it is what it is now. I mean, I don't love the job. I got I got to admit to you the the fucking um the uh, the the boss, the owner of the place. He's just this weird old curmudgeon. Um, he he says and does things that are completely outdated. He doesn't know what he's saying. Uh, I don't know how he's still able to run a fucking business when he's like rude to customers. Like I granted it, and it's not even a fucking U-Haul. Like it's a distribution center based through somebody else's business. The business that I work for is S and J. They happen to also rent U-Hauls, but they have RV storage there too. They have, um, uh, just like regular storage units. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's but it's a job right now. It's it's something. To be yeah. honest, to be honest with you, my I'm still I'm still gonna be looking for a different like like I really want to work at the movie theater. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick No, I don't that, I don't I don't blame you a bit. You want to do something that you can enjoy if at all possible. Yeah. No, so I but the fact that you do have something that's part time in the meantime, that's going to allow you guys to stay afloat. Uh, yeah, you know. I can like I can still pay for my dad's Uber trips. I can pay for my Uber trips since we don't have a car. Uh, the amount of money I'm making with my dad and my aunt being co-signers, we can get a car. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, granted, having that conversation with her yesterday was like it was weird, but because uh, you heard what kind of person she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like instead of just being like, oh, well, you know, you still have a job, and that's the important part. You can still do, you still help. You know, she's like, ah, oh, Greg, uh, like, I'm like, calm down. But uh, but yeah, that's been my week. Like, it, and it, it, I'm not gonna go into extreme detail, but it was like every single day, like, like I didn't know what was gonna happen on Thursday. And I, and, uh, not Thursday, but I didn't know how I was going on Friday, my day, my second day. And then Saturday, he's talking about needing somebody that can drive the trucks. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to lose my job. And then Sunday, him talking about hiring somebody else. And then Monday, him going, I'm going to put you on part time. I was like, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you saw my range of emotion week or day to day. Yeah. Uh, you were like dead quiet. I mean, Normally we talk several times a day throughout the day, you know, via messenger or what have you. And you were just like dead quiet for a couple of days in a row. And I was just like, I'm worried about Greg. <laughs> That's what happens when I get that stressed. I'm just like, everyone can fuck off forever. I got my shit to deal with and I don't want to talk to anybody. But that's, you know. We all do with stress differently, I guess, but it's yeah. been crazy. It's been crazy. Well, on that note, everybody, um, uh, we uh, we are reviewing She-Hulk, like I said earlier. We're going to be doing that episode three. Um, House of the Dragon on uh, episode two. We're going to be doing that. And uh, guess what? Guess what it's time for? The results of the summer movie wager. Um. It dawned on me like Sunday or Monday. When did I text you, Maya? I think it was Sunday night. Well, Sunday night for you. That was like Sunday afternoon. Because I was on lunch when it dawned on me. I saw someone uh, tweet about movies. And for some reason, it sparked in my head like, oh, that's right. That's coming up. 
Um, so yeah, I sat my I sat on my lunch doing all the math or like picking or getting the uh, the numbers in. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that first. Then we're gonna move on to House of Dragon, and then we're gonna finish off on She Hulk. So, are you ready, Maya, for these summer movie wager results? I am. Okay, so for anybody curious and maybe you don't remember the rules, the way that summer movie wager works is that you pick your top ten uh, d- domestic opening weekend grossing films. You have to make sure that you're looking at it from the perspective of this is America and Canada only, and it is only the three to four days that it is in theaters for the first three or four days. Um, The reason we do that is because the last few films might not get the same length of time in the theater. Like Dr. Strange and Thor are going to have a lot more time to earn more money in the theater. Whereas, you know, something that as at the end of the season won't. So that's why we do it that way. Um, The way the scoring system works is you get if you get one or ten dead on, you get 13 points. If it's in the correct spot anywhere else on the list, you get 10. If it's one away, you get seven. If it's two away, you get five. If it's on the list, but nowhere where you put it, you get three points. And you were supposed to pick three dark horses, three films you think might make the top 10, but you weren't confident enough to put them there. You get one point for those apiece. I have tallied everyone's scores that has submitted them. Uh, I can't wait to tell them to you, but we're going to get that to a minute. Just keep in mind, you also only get, like, if you get number one correct, you don't get 13 and 10 points. You just get 13. You get the highest denominator for that number or for that that thing. Okay. So, that out of the way. Um, uh, where did I hold on? One second, everybody. I don't know where. That's that list. Oh, there we are. I was like, I had the list of the top 10 because I was going to read that before I read out scores, but I could not find the list suddenly. Okay, so I'm going to start with number 10 and go up to number one, okay? okay. Or should I, go number, should I go number one to 10? I'd go 10 to one. Okay. So at number 10, grossing 23633220 Black Phone starring Ethan Hawke. Oh yeah, I was gonna watch that today. That's on. It's on, uh, it's on Peacock, Peacock now. Yeah, so I'm gonna watch it today after we record. Apparently, it's really good. I also need to watch North Northman, but whatever. Number nine, grossing thirty million dollars. I'm just gonna do that. I'm not gonna read the whole fucking thing. There's no. There's none of these movies are that close for me to have read after the million. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, uh, number nine, grossing thirty million dollars. Bullet Train. Oh. Number eight, grossing 31 million, Elvis. Never saw that coming. I don't even, I didn't even have Elvis on my list, I don't think. I'm pretty sure I had it in my top ten. <clears throat> we'll get yeah, we'll get to that in a minute because shit got shit got interesting. Uh number seven at 44 million, nope. Which I, I want to see so fucking bad, but yeah, same. Uh, number six at fifty million, Lightyear, uh, which is surprising because I think it was in theaters for what two weeks before it went to Disney Plus. Yeah. Um. Number five, grossing one hundred and seven million dollars, is Minions: Rise of Gru. Yuck. Uh, but, you know, Minions is fucking popular. Yep. At number four, grossing $126 million, Top Gun Maverick. I knew it was going to do well. I didn't think it was going to do top five well. I knew it was going to be up there. Like, I knew it was going to be in the, in the top five for sure, even though I had no fucking interest. I was like, it's, it's, people do. Um, Number three at $144 million. My number one, Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, and just beating out Thor by one million, so uh, 145 million, 
Jurassic World Dominion. Y'all said Jurassic World was going to be in the top three, and I, I disagreed, and I was wrong. Uh, and number one at $187 million, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And the Multiverse of Madness. So, with that out of the way, I'll get to the scores. Now, I have the scores going descending from bottom to top. And I don't have hours on this list. This is just the people who submitted your, submitted your lists, okay? So, Sarah N. had 32 points. Sorry, Sarah, you got last place in the whole thing. Emily K. Oh, no. <laughs> Emily K. got 35 points. Monica B. got 37 points. Brandy C. got 39 points. Uh, Sean and Tiffany Y. They have the same last name, but we're not, we're not reading it on here. Um, they were off by one point apiece uh, with Tiffany at 43 and Sean at 44. Then we have Kara M at 53, Jessica R at 55, and then Nathan A with a whopping 67 points. Wow. He did, he did he like every every movie on his list was on there. Like and it was just like one off or some shit like that. It was crazy. So, with that being said, here are our points. Maya, you did incredibly well. Granted, you had Jurassic World as number one. If I had had it at number two and Doctor Strange at number one, instead the only of movie, those the only those movie, two, I know I had flipped. Yeah, I was gonna say the only one you got dead on was Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, oh, and Nope, you got Nope as also dead on. So you got ten points for each of those. And you put DC League of Super Pets as number nine, where you put Black, Fo Black, Black Phone in your Dark Horses. Had you put Black Phone in place of number nine, your score would have been higher. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, you scored 64 points. Fuck yeah. Now, mine, where's mine at? I had mine on. I guess I didn't. Oh, there's my list. I was like, it's at the fucking top. Should have been. It's my list. So, I done fucked up big time. I had on my list DC League of Super Pets, Pause of Fury, and the Bob's Big Rivers movie. All three of those did not make any points for me. Everything but Lightyear was in the right place or in the wrong place. Either off by one, off by two, some of that effect. So, your score. 64 points. My score, 46 points. Ouch. Break speed off me this year. And we didn't make a wager this time. Nope. <clears throat> Maybe. Damn. But yeah, like I, I mean, I thought for sure number one and two were going to be the Marvel movies. For sure. But people just didn't. Didn't want to see Thor: Love and Thunder on the opening weekend. I mean, I'll go to the Bob, uh, Bob, the 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 fucking website I go to, um, Box Office Mojo, which gives all the numbers for everything. Yeah. So let's see how much Thor: Love and Thunder made overall. I said enter. So it made domestically. 33, sorry, 337 million. Let's see, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Enter. I don't know why you need me to fucking press that button when I. Wow, it made more than Thor. Four, 411 million. I, I'm so, I, that's so fucking crazy to me. It's Taco Watiti, man. Dude, but that's the thing. That's just it. Like, what? What about? I, I'm I, I'm confident that people talk about Ragnarok like it's one of the best fucking Marvel movies. Like, did something happen that in that time frame where this people just didn't want to go? 
That's I wild. Think, I think there might be a level of burnout on Marvel stuff to some degree, but Doctor Strange doesn't tell that story. No, it does not. I mean, they're both wild successes, but I for sure thought fucking Thor was going to beat out Doctor Strange. Like, I thought people loved Ragnarok so much that they were like, fuck yeah. Like, all the fucking buzz for going into it was everyone was just stoked for it, you know? So that not being the case is just it's crazy to me. I'm beating myself in the ass for not putting like not putting Jurassic World higher. I didn't think people were going to be that interested because the last two movies were just not great. But people like it more than I thought. Dude, if there was a Transformers movie coming out this summer, I would have put that at number one because even those movies are dog shit, they fucking make bank. That's why I knew Jurassic World was going to do good. Yeah, but like... <clears throat> I guess the reasoning that I'm putting behind that is that... Uh, you go ahead and close these lists out. Nobody needs them anymore. I definitely don't want to look at my loss. Um, uh, I guess the reason that I'm that I'm pointing this out is because when you talk to people about the the the, the Transformers movies, people generally say they're good, right? People genuinely enjoy gen- generally enjoy them. Like, yes, the Transformers fans are like, they're bad. And some people go, as a structured film, they're not great. It's it's Michael Bay doing Michael Bay, you know. Um, but the general audience thinks that those movies are good. My consensus of the general audience for um, Fallen Kingdom was that it was a bad movie. And that the first Jurassic World wasn't great either. So to hear people like... Be like, yeah, I totally am 100% into Jurassic World Dominion. That's just like, I know that it had the nostalgic angle, but I just was not expecting it to do that well. Like, I had my reasons. And they're not, yeah. they're not, they're not, you know, it's not bad reasonings, but it's definitely not good enough to win. So, well, yeah, there you go. Uh, so Nathan A. will email you at the address you submitted your entries to let you know that you are the winner. And you can let us know which of the three prizes you wanted to uh, claim. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Uh, that was either a $50 gift certificate for Fandango. Uh, a $50 Amazon gift certificate. Or... A fifty dollar uh, gift certificate towards our Teespring store. <clears throat> so we'll email you. You let us know which which that you want, and uh, we'll get that taken care of once you respond. There you go. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I beat you by three points. That's awesome. I was kind of surprised by that. I was like, I was like, I didn't think I was going to do that poorly, but like, I was only what twelve points away from bottom. Like that's <clears throat> that's that might be the worst I've ever done. But I also think that a lot of that would change. Granted, the um, or given the fact that uh, we weren't still in a panini pandemic. Uh, sometimes people call me and uh, I'll just just text him. Anyway, all right, so why don't we go ahead and start talking about uh, House of Dragon, episode two. All right, House of the Dragon, episode two. Uh, So I've got a rundown here on on uh, wikipedia it's basically it's six months uh, set six months after the events of the first episode uh renera is six months after renera is named the heir damon occupies uh dragonstone island supported by local city watch guards uh meanwhile uh the prince admiral 
Kragus Drehar, known as the Crab Feeder, menaces the Stepsones at the Triarchy's behest. Rhaenyra's suggestion to show force against Daemon is dismissed, and she is instead relegated to appointing a new Kingsguard knight. Ignoring suggestions, she chooses Sir Criston, who has actual battle experience. Sir Otto's daughter, Lady Alicent Hightower, continues meeting privately with King Viserys. She urges him and Rhaenyra to discuss uh, Queen Emma's death and him possibly remarrying. Lord Corliss and his wife, Rhaenys, a.k.a. the queen that never was, uh, proposed that Viserys unite their houses through marriage with their 12-year-old daughter, Lyanna Valerion. Uh, the small council learns Damon stole a dragon egg and intends to marry his mistress, Masaria, as a second wife. Sir Otto goes to retrieve the egg, and they have a showdown. And basically, um, after Damon summons his dragon, and Otto and his contingent see that they're going to be slaughtered, uh, Renera shows up on her dragon. Uh, defying orders. She tells Damon to reveal that he was lying before returning the egg. She forces Damon to reveal he was lying before returning the egg to King's Landing herself. Viserys announces that he will wed Lady Alicent, angering Lord Corliss, who then seeks out Damon to propose an alliance. And that's how the episode ended. Um, this episode was more entertaining to me than last episode. I agree. Like it's definitely building and I like it. Uh if like I feel like yeah, it just didn't it, I really really hate when shows try too hard to do the whole like, hey, we are 100% based off this other thing that you enjoyed instead of trying to be their own thing and this was this was an episode where it tried if, like I f- officially felt like it was trying to be its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um the shots on the uh, on the stepstones on the beaches of the stepstones of the crabs feeding on prisoners. Yeah, that was that was gnarly as fuck. Yeah, you see why they called this guy the crab feeder. Yeah, as <laughs> dark, fucking dork. Um. I'm interested to see how this power struggle will go. Um, I think this was the first, like, because last week, I I think I said this to you when we were recording, like, Matt Smith just didn't come across as intimidating or foreboding as as I know they want him to be. They want Damien to be this fucking... uh, They want him to be this 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 big bad, right? They want him to be the next. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's a, like they want him to be the bad guy. They want him to be the main antagonist, right? Um, but I just wasn't ever getting that from him. And I feel like the best way for him to have played Damien was how he played him, or how I how he was presented in this episode, where it's like because he's royalty. He's he wouldn't be considered a psychopath, but as we have learned from actual history, a lot of people who have really strong mental illnesses would be in positions of power, and there's nothing anyone can fucking do about it. This was the first time I felt that from him. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Got me taking a sip of coffee. I got you. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> so I just I was very I was very pleased with how this episode ran down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm texting I'm texting somebody. Um I, I was I was creeped out by the whole <clears throat> and I know this is you know been done throughout history, the arranged marriages with a very, very young girl to <laughs> a much older individual. Uh Ugh, it creeps me out. Yeah, I think I looked at my dad. I just I looked over and I was like, Ew. <laughs> yucky. Yeah. 
I mean, here's a 12-year-old girl and, you know, a 40-some-year-old man. Easily 40-some years old, if not older. Yeah. He, uh... Just, uh I'll, I'll give you as many babies as you want. I'm like, look. I think the other part to me that was really funny was the, uh... uh funny and like the 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 odd and 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 gross was the um uh the the king of the, the hand of the king king's hand his daughter like it was obvious that that's the route they were going to go but it's still kind of gross like she's what 15 16 uh <clears throat> Renera no fish. oh is that her name? Is that the king's the 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 king's hands daughter? Oh no, I, no, Renera is the king's daughter. She's that's 15. what I, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. She's fifteen. Alicent, Lady Alicent, she's the one that he's chosen to marry, uh, which is also Renera's essentially best friend. Um, they haven't established they haven't established how old that she is, but I would imagine she's three or four years older at least. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Um, <clears throat> oof. Uh, good lord. Yeah, I mean it's 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 in a medieval setting. It's like you know it's 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 even further in the past than Game of Thrones was. So sure, it makes sense. It's still odd. <laughs> it's still it's still you know it shouldn't give you like the the warms and warm and fuzzies. And if it does give you the warm and fuzzies, please delete me off a of friends list. <laughs> um but uh yeah i don't know i mean the, the scene on the bridge was so fucking rad like not only do we get to see dragons but we got to see renera be um be a little bit of a badass yeah yeah i like how she's basically saying don't dismiss me because i'm young don't dismiss me because i'm female you know, I know there's the whole with age comes wisdom thing, but there's also, you know, rational thought. And it was a smart move for her to do what she did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think in the end, you know, because she had that, she had that conversation with, um, oh, who was that? Was that her aunt? No. Uh, no, it's 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 her, it's her father's cousin. So it's her cousin. Okay. Uh, the much older, uh, much older. Uh, what was her name? Uh, well, while you're while you're trying to find her name, the thing she's like Princess her... Princess Rainus Targaryen. Okay. What what I really really enjoyed about that about that conversation was that it um, <coughs> Jesus uh, it gave Renera motivation. It gave her proper motivation to become queen. She's like, you tell me I can't become queen because I'm female, or that they won't respect me because I'm female. I'm a woman, and she said, "Now nah, fuck that." And you could see it in, in the actress's eyes. You could see her kind of make that decision in her head. And I really, really enjoyed that. I was like, that's really fucking clever. Like, that's a great way to kind of present that character archetype. So she's the character I'm most invested in by far. Um, which is exactly why she'll probably die at the end of the season. Uh but then, you know, I think the other question I have, Maya, is this was a six-month time jump between episode one and two, right? Mm-hmm. Are we going to keep doing that? Is that a thing for the show? Because in the case, that's cool. That's really fucking cool. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they'll mention the passage of time, you know, from one episode to the next or not. Um I find it useful and helpful in many cases when they do mention the passage of time. Uh, it just helps to 
lay things out in a structured order and know exactly how much time has passed. It's, it's, uh, I enjoy it. You know, is, is it necessary all the time? No, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I'm, 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 I'm digging, I'm digging what we got this episode. The Iron Throne itself, it's dangerous to sit upon. We didn't see a lot of that in Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but it's definitely dangerous to sit upon uh, when uh, King Viserys, you know, in the first episode gets cut. Yeah. You see the nasty infection on his back from a wound, and then you see him cut his finger at the end of the first episode. Now in this episode, they're putting his hand in a bowl of maggots. No, <clears throat> I was eating rice when that happened. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, I was. I was. No, I know. I, I had it. And I was like, huh, that's a good thing. This doesn't bother me. <laughs> I think uh, 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 the other day, in, in lieu of that, uh, my mom was watching, uh, <coughs> my mom was watching um, uh, Grey's Anatomy. She's been blasting through that show. Mm-hmm. And I just sat down and I'm like, sweet, I got some pancakes. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna watch this thing on my phone while she was watching Grey's Anatomy. I don't give a shit about Grey's Anatomy. In an in a, in like I think season 15, Will Sasso plays a uh, like a like a uh, not a janitor, but a um uh maintenance person. And the elevator's broken. So they they fucking get the elevator door open and it's like the 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 box is between floors, so there's like maybe that much of a gap. Yeah. Like here's the floor and here's yeah. So they pull everybody out, but Will Sasso's character is heavy and they're having trouble pulling him out. So he tries to climb out himself. As his legs are in the fucking are still inside, the, the whole thing starts moving. That's how I lost my leg elevator accident like that, stuck in between floors and climbing out. Well, here's here's the here's the kicker. You hear the bones crunching, and you see it like kind of break a little bit. Yeah. And uh, um, in the show, and then it goes to the part like a little bit later where they're like doing surgery on him to to, to fix it. <laughs> so I was just like, man, <laughs> I'm still hungry. I'm still gonna eat, but God, oh shit. Um. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed uh, back to game, back to House Dragon. I don't really have much else to say. I think it's just it was a really well structured episode, and I can't wait to to see more and see what uh, these characters get up to. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I you know I agree, and I'm going to give this episode an A. As I thought it was a better, more solid, more structured episode than episode one was. Yeah, I mean, I, I what did I give episode one a B? Mm-hmm. Yeah, episode two gets an A. Like it's it's a lot more entertaining to me. So um, but yeah, uh, shaping up to be a good show. All right, well let's uh let's get to She Hulk episode uh, four. Three. Three, sorry. I was reading my notes and that's the outro. Yeah. Uh the people versus Emil Blonsky. So Here's a rundown via Wikipedia. Uh, Jennifer confronts Emil Blonsky, who explains that he was removed from a cell by the Sorcerer Supreme Wong and that he returned to prison willingly afterwards. Uh, while Jen attempts to contact Wong, the news of her appointment as Blonsky's lawyer stirs up public controversy. Uh, Jennifer's former colleague, Dennis Bukowski, approaches the superhuman law division for a case involving his ex-girlfriend, Runa, a shape-shifting lot elf from New Asgard, who defrauded him by impersonating Megan the Stallion. The case is assigned to Walter's co-worker, Augustus Pug... uh, I can't remember how he said his last name, Pugliese or something like that. They call him Pug. Uh, Wong meets with Jen and agrees to testify at Blonsky's parole hearing. During the hearing, Wong and several others make their statements while Blonsky demonstrates his ability to remain in control as the abomination, uh, which in turn he is granted his parole. 
upon the condition that he wear an inhibitor and never turn into the abomination again. Uh, Jen later helps Pug win his case against uh, Runa. And Blonsky, yeah, uh, sorry. As She-Hulk, Jennifer gives a televised interview to tell her story. Later, while going home, she is attacked by four men armed with Asgardian construction equipment who attempt to steal a sample of her blood, but she fights them off. In a mid-credit scene, the real Megan Thee Stallion signs to... Uh, signs on to become Jennifer's client, and the two celebrate by breaking it down. <laughs> <clears throat> there was some ass shaking going on. There was. Uh, I, I'm just going to say the the four guys. Only one of them were mentioned by name. That's the Wrecking Crew, and I love the Wrecking Crew, led by the Wrecker, who carries a signature crowbar. You saw the one guy, the long haired guy, was carrying the crowbar. Uh huh. Uh, Thunderball, and you saw the guy that had the the ball and chain. Uh, Pile driver, which is the guy who had the uh, gauntlets on, and <clears throat> yeah, fucking wrecking crew and bulldozer, the guy that was wearing the hog hat. Uh, so I was showing, uh, for fucking, anyone listening, I was showing a picture of the comic cover of uh, the Mighty Thor versus the Wrecking Crew. <clears throat> I speculate that they were trying to steal her blood to utilize it somehow to give them super strength because the wrecking crew is able to go to go toe-to-toe with thor i mean they're fucking tough yeah yeah so i want to see more of the wrecking crew and they mentioned the boss isn't going to be happy i'm um, i'm going to i think that they're referring to the absorbing man ah okay what what gives that what what do you like why well ever since secret wars in the 80s the absorbing man has kind of been in charge of the wrecking crew they like answer to him okay i i genuinely like i know of the wrecking crew i don't know the wrecking crew um so i didn't pick up on that at all yeah i fucking love the wrecking crew man i mean they're they're more they're not taken seriously but they, if they were deadly, oh wow, they're just they're just cool. I like them. Yeah, I have a soft yeah. spot for them. So I squealed when I was like, "It's the Wrecking Crew!" Oh my god! And watched that scene three times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I I really enjoyed this episode because it was mostly a court drama, and that's what I love about She Hulk. Um, I think oh, I yeah. mentioned I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, um in the comic that's that's what she is she's a she's a lawyer first and a uh superhero fifth you know um so the fact that we got two of them in this episode i was like this is awesome this is exactly what i wanted i wanted court stuff in a in a marvel setting with superheroes and shit like that so um I was very happy. I thought it was very funny. It was exactly what it needed to be. Um, I love the fact, too, that they had online trolls. Uh, their comments when they're talking about her is like, oh, what? We're not going to have any more male heroes? It's all going to be females now? Things like that. Yeah. Uh, just, you know. Making fun of Recognizing them. that there's the misogynistic sect of fandom who are just garbage and yeah. poking fun at them. <clears throat> yep. Um, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. I think that uh, <clears throat> whenever the writers of a show can kind of make fun of the, the morons, I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, the show does a great job of that. Like it has a lot of fun. Like there's that moment in the, in the early parts where she's, in her car and she's like don't think this is one of those shows where it's a cameo every week kind of show except for uh blonsky except for uh bruce bruce except for wong yeah just remember whose show this is and then it shows the title card i was like that's so fucking funny and smart i love it i just love it i love it um but uh 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to think of like anything else in this episode that really stood out to me. Like really, really, really stood out. Mm-hmm. I do love the scene where Abomination or uh, Blonsky turns into Abomination and everyone freaks the fuck out. And she's trying to calm everybody down. He's like, he's like, oh, you take <laughs> guys the play. He's like, all right, everyone, calm down. <laughs> oh, that shit's fun. Oh, the show is just fun. It's just fun. Like, I love when uh, uh, the the elf kept turning into people to get her way, but everyone was seeing through it. Yeah, yeah, that was funny when she's oh, when she's impersonating Pug, leaving the office, and she's like. Oh, I love, uh, uh, what was it? Taking advantage of women or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I love to, yeah. It's my favorite offer's pastime. Sexually harassing women. <laughs> and he comes out, call security, and I do not. You know me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. Oh, it's fucking good. Yeah, and I like how it's lighthearted. You know, I'm 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 enjoying this show. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I, it's it's. She-Hulk comics were never meant to be super fucking uh, uh, action heavy, and and it was meant to be a fucking fun little comedy that's a lawyer story, and uh, she just happens to be a Hulk, and I love that they're just they're taking that and they're running with it, that that's what this show is, and that's what they've been trying to do from the start. Um. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything else I can say about it because, like, I'm just I'm just having such a good time watching it. And my mom fucking loves it, so that's saying a lot. You know what I mean? Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, she she was like, she goes, so you and Dad are gonna watch uh, She Hulk tonight? And I was like, I was like, yeah, but, but midnight. She goes, um, well, I'll try to be downstairs for it. I was like, okay. So here are the text messages I got from her. Whoops, 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 whoops during the show. Uh. So it was right at the beginning when she looks at the camera and she's like, just remember whose show this is. So she texts me, now that was funny. <laughs> and uh, and then I said, and now and now everyone gets to see why I read the comics. She says, LOL. Um, I said to remember, for, stay for credits. And then she texts me uh, uh, right after the part where she beats the Wrecking Crew's ass. Yeah. She just texts me, best part ever! <laughs> In all caps. Uh. So then I said, uh, when I tell people that comics are cool, I fucking mean it. <laughs> yep. So I'm 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 happy that she's enjoying it. I'm happy that others can enjoy it. Um, it's uh, and I love that they're clearly having fun with it. Yeah, like that absolutely. little that little news broadcast part where um, uh. Sorry, quick ticket. Oh, uh, where the the news like the guy's like he asks her uh, um, how she came up with the name She Hulk. He's like, I didn't. Somebody else did. Da 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 da. And he was like, and we come back, we're gonna ask her exercise and diet regimen. She's like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, yeah, that shit is just it's just funny and it's just silly and it's just a good time. And I'm so happy that. I think that's what I love about Marvel right now, especially the MCU, is that they can do that. There's that that fun dichotomy that they can have. They can go comedy or they can go serious. Yeah. You know, like, you want serious? Go watch Eternals. You want some serious with comedy? There's your Spider-Man. Um, there's, you know, like, they're, they're, it ranges. It 100% ranges. And I fuck it. I'm just so happy with it. I'm just, like, I haven't really not enjoyed anything Marvel's put out yet i know you have but that's a whole different kind of worms because it's just different styles too i think that's what that's what i enjoy about it you get different people's kind of take on it like the comics and i think i was talking to somebody about that i said one of the things about the comics versus the shows or the comics versus the uh the other the shows is that you don't have to read all of one character's series to see them in the main team up. Yeah. Um, if you don't like Miss Marvel, that's fine. You don't have to like Miss Marvel. She'll be there in the big team up. Like, uh, I rarely, 
as an adult, read one character's specific stories in the comics. I always waited for the big team-ups, and that's what I read. That's mainly because I was reading other fucking graphic novels at the same time, so it was just kind of, you know, that's mainly why, but... You know, I'm all caught up on Marvel, so I'm just going to keep being caught up on Marvel. Yeah. But if you're behind and you're like, man, that's that's, you know, that's six episodes of, a, of an hour long show. I just don't have the time and I have the desire. Don't do it then. You don't have to. Like, I have a friend who was like, I couldn't stand Miss Marvel because it was a it was a high school story. Sure. I get that. It's a high schooler girl. Like, I don't know how a fucking 39 year old man would relate to her personally but anyway i'm gonna give this episode nay i really enjoyed it i thought it was actually it's 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 fucking funny and i had a really good time so i don't know what to say about it what yeah i'm also i'm also gonna give it a nay uh highly enjoyed it and you know fucking wrecking crew i mean shit yeah shit was hilarious. I, I, I hope they get you know costumes and shit. I, I want to see more of them. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think it's going to wrap it up for today, guys. Uh, congrats to um, who was our Nathan, winner? Nathan, Nathan A. Nathan. Yep. I've got the email pulled up to respond uh, as soon as we get done recording. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. You killed it. You absolutely killed it. Uh, every you even beat me and nobody's ever done that before. Yeah, I was trying. I was gonna pull his list up because I think every single he had every movie in his ten. Uh, no, DC League of Super Pets is in his top ten. So is Downton Abbey. He just hit a lot of them on the fucking head. Here it is. He hit. Yeah, he got Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange Jurassic World, Thor, Minions, uh, Minions. That that's uh, that's forty three right there. That that beats. That that's three under mine, and that's just three of his, or four yeah. of his. Sorry. Yeah. And then you know, Lightyear was what two spots off. Minions two. was a spot off. Top Gun was three spots off. Nope was a spot off. Elvis was a spot off. You got so, two dark horses too. Yeah, Bullet Train and Black Phone, right? Yep. He only beat uh, you by three. He only beat you <clears> by three. Yeah, had I switched Doctor Strange and Jurassic World from one and two to two and one, you know, flipped them from the order I had them, I would have had over 70 points. Yeah. Because I would have gotten six more points. No, I would have gotten six more, nine more points than I did did have just by having those two flipped. Yeah, the the max amount of points you could possibly get if you did it perfectly would be a 106. So, which I've but never yeah. seen. I've been doing this for years. I've never seen that. So, but yeah, it was it was great. Uh, congratulations to Nathan, and I'll get that email sent out and respond to us. Uh, let us know which of the prizes you want to choose from. Yep, congratulations, big time. With that being said, um, next week, uh, everybody, we're going to be watching uh, uh, House of the Dragon episode three. She-Hulk episode four, and we're adding a third show to our rotation. Apparently, I have a bunch of guests. That's fun. Um, we're going to be adding Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, episode one and two on Prime Video. Um, I'm very excited for this show. I hope it's really good. I don't know how, I don't know if, how excited you are. I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic. It could fucking suck. But also, I've been seeing a lot of good reviews for the first two episodes so far, so... Well, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I enjoy the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, the book, not so much. Love the Hobbit book. The trilogy, not so much. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a huge fan of high fantasy. Uh, yeah. So House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, uh, right up my alley. So I'm looking forward to it. I've learned to love high fantasy here lately. But I- yeah. <laughs> I've always been more of a of a sci-fi guy until like until Lord until D and D, and now I'm like, but I've always liked Lord of the Rings. Like that original trilogy is so good. Yeah, yeah. So 
All right. So yeah, Lord of the Ring. I'm excited. We'll, we'll, uh, I know that it's not like super closely based off of uh, the Cimmerillion. The Cimmerillion because they couldn't, but you know, close enough, I guess. Anyway, um, now I do my spiel for the end of the show that you guys have heard a thousand times. If you're, if if you're, you know, well, technically two hundred and seventeen. Yeah, gazillion. Um, guys, make sure you follow all the socials listed below. That's what will keep you updated if we add anything. I doubt we will this week because mm, a lot of stuff already. Um, uh, but yeah, that's also uh, um, if anything changes with the show, that's what you'll find out. Uh, Check out the Teespring store. Uh, if you're looking to get some summer merch, not summer, I'm sorry, fall's coming up. I'm an idiot. Like a hoodie with our faces on it. That's where you find it. You can also get uh, like uh, um, um, novelty stuff, like mugs and, and pints and uh, pint glasses, I should say, and um, stickers. And keep in mind, all the proceeds from those sales go right into the show, um, as you may or may not have heard when Maya had to fix her PC. No, it wasn't my PC. It was my audio interface and my headset cable. So well, it's on your PC. Well, they connect to my PC, yes, but that was $220 out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Um, it have been it have been more of a sting had uh, had people not already bought stuff from the Teespring store. So there's that. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, um, if you want to watch the live video of today's podcast, uh, head on over to the YouTube channel. That's where you'd find it. Um, I also need to upload some reviews. Like I now have more time and I've been watching a few things. So I want to do that um maybe Maya could do one for black phone who knows uh i heard that yeah um, if, <laughs> that was intentional that you heard it <laughs> if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to head on over to the nirvana network there's a ton of shows over there with awesome people talking about nerdy stuff stuff you enjoy stuff i enjoy um it's a good time that's but that's also where like they they house our podcast and it's awesome so Go check them out. Uh, tell them, tell them we said hi. I don't know how you do that, but go ahead and tell them anyway. Uh, that's it for my notes. Maya, where can folks find you? You can find me on Facebook under my name, Maya Dawn Fisher. It's a public profile. It's also linked to my Twitter and Instagram hand, uh, accounts. One-stop shop to keep up with everything I'm up to. And what about you, Greg? Where can people find you? You can follow me on all socials under Chub Rock Geek. Um, and that's it. Uh, I don't really have anything else. Uh, like I said, the, the reviews I do are all going to be on the uh, our YouTube channel. So, and that's if I do any. I don't. I don't have any time today to do any. But um, we're also. Uh, I want to hear from everybody here. Uh, we're also talking about uh, doing a a a different campaign for D and Um. We'll, we'll 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 nail in down detail, but if you guys would be interested in listening to our adventures in D anD D, I think that uh, that might be fun to record. So let us know if that's something you're into, if that's something you want to listen to, and uh, you know, we'll see what we can do. Uh, but other than that, guys, again, you got House of Dragon episode three, She Hulk episode four, Rings of Power episode one and five. You got a lot of content this one and two. Day. What I say, one and five? Yeah. Oh boy, going too fast, and so my brain couldn't keep up. One and two on Prime Video. Blah 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 blah. Um, again, thank you so much for listening, and always remember: fuck the GOP, fuck the NRA. Donate and help where you can. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>